welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are all of your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Thank you and welcome back to the program, Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Brianna Hope Beaton, and today we are talking about Avengers, Age of Ultron, Little Boy, Paddington the DVD, Faith of Our Fathers, and the Sparrows Nesting. So right now we are speaking with the very excited Kiefer about Avengers, Age of Ultron. So how are you, Kiefer? Giddy beyond belief. (laughs) (laughs) I know that you really wanted to see this film and you loved it. So can you please tell us about the plot line? Well, first of all, this film is summed up in one word. Excelsior! For all you Marvel fans out there. Uh, Well, the Avengers assemble once more to defeat the evil Ultron, which is a corrupted AI, artificial intelligence, um, voiced by James Spader. Whenever I hear him in this, I think Blacklist. But he's in here. And pretty much they're just coming together trying to defeat this villain Along with many other heroes, more conflict, more relationships, and even more action. Well, <laughs> see, and then you're very excited. I am, I love, I, okay, I love Spider-Man. And that's about it. <laughs> I, I'm not really a big fan of um, superhero movies, but I will definitely try and see this for you, Kiefer. This is for you. Well, thank you. <laughs> so how about the acting by, you know, Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans and, you know, all the other actors that make this film fantastic? Well, what makes a film like Avengers work is that the actors really share the screen time because there's not one main protagonist in this film um, because they're all, it's, they're, it's a team effort. We have each actor gets screen time, but they have independent story arcs in their own separate films. Captain America has his films, um, Spider-Man has his films, Iron Man has his films. So if you want to really, if you love Iron Man so much, go see his films. Because it's really going to be, this. Avengers really has these actors together and they share enough screen time together. And what makes Marvel so entertaining and so much fun is that all you need to do is take these very wonderful, these wonderful actors and characters together and put them in a situation, and the reactions and um, intera- the interactions with each other is entertaining enough, and it, it makes the, it, they create the film on their own. So uh, the actors are amazing. Of course, Robert Downey Jr. totally created mm-hmm. Iron Man, and we have. Mike Ruffalo, Scarlett Johansson, all the actors in this film are amazing. And I must add that Hawkeye, who wasn't in the film as much, uh, played by Jeremy uh, Renner, is uh, in here more. And we get to see more story arcs and we get to see uh, more conflict with each character. So it's, that's why Marvel's amazing is because of its iconic characters. Oh, that's good. Okay, so I have this friend that um, loves loves Avengers and he loves Hawkeye um, and the fact that he's not in this as much is going to break his heart but that's okay <laughs> that's actually, okay no, actually um, if I miscommunicate that it's he's not in Avengers as much last the last Avengers he's in here more in this film. oh okay yes sorry see I get confuzzled and it's no okay. problem no problem <laughs> 
So as you were talking before about all the, you know, adventures films and all the, you know, superhero films and with Iron Man and all these different characters, do you think there's another film that um, the audience would have to watch to get this one more, if you understand my question? Yes, totally. Uh, This film is a great film on its own. I want to stress that, by the way. This is not just for Marvel fans. This is just a great film in general. But for you to get the full experience, you mm-hmm. you want to get a personal connection with these characters, and you have to see the you have to see the other Marvel films to fully experience it because there are some jokes you may not get, and there are some interactions that you just you're not as connected to these characters because this movie Avengers is not about character development, like specific. Let me try to form my words. They're not focused on developing the characters. They're focusing on showing the new characters and just keeping the story going. We add new conflict to the characters and you're going to feel like you're missing something. So if you want to see Age of Ultron and fully enjoy it and fully get a, um, get involved with the film, you're going to have to see the other films. I know it's homework, but it mm-hmm. is really worth it. It's like the Fast and Furious films. You have to yes. see them to fully enjoy Fast and Furious 7. So That is true. Because it's like, you know, Fast and Furious 7 and, I guess, Avengers Age of Ultron, they can stand alone. Like, yeah. they're okay standing alone, but to really understand them and to really enjoy them to the fullest effect, you have to watch yeah. the other ones. I totally yes. understand you. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Brianna Hope and today you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today we are talking about Avengers Age of Ultron, Little Boy, Paddington the DVD, Faith of Our Fathers, and The Sparrow's Nesting. So right now let's continue speaking with the wonderful Kiefer about Avengers Age of Ultron. And we were just talking about how this film can stand alone, but if you really want to get the full effect, you should watch the other Avenger films. So how about the costumes? Because this does not seem like your average normal day film. Oh, no, it isn't. <laughs> the Iron Man suit, of course, looks amazing. Uh, Hulk is absolutely... I mean, what's great is that the characters always look somewhat different. There's different kind of character designs. Black Widow has this absolutely cool costume where she has electricity coming from her gauntlets and you see the, elect- the blue electrical circuit going through her suit and it looks amazing. And I think my favorite part of this whole entire film is the new addition, uh, sorry, the new superhero, Vision, which is for all you more, for people who don't know Vision is, Vision is a, another character with artificial intelligence, very much robotic, and he's voiced by Paul Bettany, who voices Jarvis, uh, the artificial, the Stark's right-hand man, pretty much, who powers the suit. And his design is amazing, because his suit looks very... Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? It it doesn't look like... It looks very electronic, but it's... By its... Almost looks like, like it's alive because it changes into different things, and it looks like it looks amazing. I, it's hard for me to explain for it because it's just a wonderful design on Vision and his and his makeup. It looks absolutely wonderful. I'm glad that you're so passionate about it. See, you are so passionate about it that I feel like I have to watch it now. Like I feel like I have to watch it, like Avengers: Age of Ultron, and then I have to. I feel like I have to watch all the other films. See, Kiefer, good job. That's that's, well, I, what, that's great. I, I'm passionate about it because Marvel as a studio, 
has, as an entertainment company, has created something that's really hard to do in film. They've created their own universe. Superheroes are now a world now. And it's not just a successful Marvel film. It's a successful film because it does exactly what movies are supposed to do. They bring you into a world much like our own, but with characters that we can look up to and identify with. That's what, has Mar- that's what Marvel has successfully done. And that's why it's so exciting to see them make a new film because they add on and we are transported back into this superhero universe that people dream of going into. Yeah, I mean, it's not just in books anymore because, you know, books, they have more, they have more detail. They have a lot more detail. And so you can picture anything that you want to picture, but it's kind of hard because it's not really there. You're not really looking at it. And with this, it seems like it's so imaginative, but it's also a place where so many people have thought, you know, to see and to to be in and to experience. So it's, it's great that this film can bring that to an audience. So, Kiefer, how many stars would you give this film out of five? Oh, wow. I have no idea. I'm going to give it five out of five repulsors, which is, that's how far I'm going there. And I recommend this from 12, about 12 to 18 year olds. There was some language and, well, actually, no, let me rephrase that. I'll, I'll give it to 11. I feel like young kids can enjoy this film. There is some language and, of course, some action that's intense. But it's a great film for not just Marvel films, for just any moviegoer who wants to go see a good superhero film. But for you to get the full experience, check out the other Marvel films. <laughs> just had to say that again. <laughs> but, guys, remember. <laughs> so, uh, Kiefer, who is your favorite character? Because I've heard a lot of characters, and I've heard you compliment a lot of characters. So who would you say your favorite one is? My favorite character is Vision, because once I, when I heard he was going to be one of the characters, I'm like, whoa, oh, they're going to get Vision. Oh my gosh, I was fanboy, I'm geeking out, and I was, <laughs> I was having a girlish scream in my mind. And I'm thinking, how are they going to make him look? Who's going to play him? Paul Bettany's a wonderful actor. He's, he's been in many good films. And he played Jarvis, and so he sounds amazing. He looks amazing. And the character himself is... Amazing? Amazing. <laughs> I mean, there's just so many... There's only a few words that I can say that is awesome. Because that's what this film is. It is awesome. It's both a great film to watch, but also you can just enjoy people just fighting robots <laughs> oh that's that's just great <laughs> i've always wanted to do that well i will definitely check this film out Kiefer. i'm so glad that you're so passionate about it this was me when i was talking about well not quite to this extent but this is me when i was talking about um and now i can't remember the film name see that's how much i love it <laughs> well <laughs> Kiefer, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about avengers age of ultron it's been my pleasure, and thank you for <laughs> handling me. <laughs> yes, I handled you very well, I think, very and you were very good. Guys, Avengers Age of Ultron is in theaters now, so please check it out. I'm sure it's a great film that I'm going to see in the near future. Let's take a break. I'm your host, Brianna Hobiton from Kids First Coming Attractions, and you are listening to Voice America Kids. Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? 
Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Channel. Your hosts, all eight of them, have been selected by Kids First as film critics through a national competition. Each week, they will preview new movies before you see them, walk the red carpet with the stars, and will review the latest DVDs. Our hosts range from ages 7 to 14 to give you a wider kids' perspective. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. What does indie mean? It's short for independent. What does that mean? Whatever you want it to mean. When you are indie, you don't just go with the flow. You set the pace. Indie can mean a style of music, dress, or just a way of life. It's what sets you apart from the rest of the crowd. Everybody has a little bit of indie in them. It's beautiful. It's cool. It's you. Tune in to Indie on Voice America Kids. Live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. If you don't feel indie yet, make it a part of you. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm Gary Orris. You're listening to Voice America Kids. We just talked about the new film Avengers Age of Ultron. And we will talk about the movies Little Boy, Noble, and the release of Paddington DVD, Faith of Our Fathers, and The Sparrow's Nesting. Right now, we're going to talk to Catherine about the new film Little Boy. How are you doing, Catherine? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. So can you tell us the story about this wonderful film? Yes. I loved Little Boy. It's a heartwarming film about a small boy named Pepper, who everybody calls Little Boy, and his dad, who are great friends. But then, Little Boy finds out that his dad has to go to World War II. While he's gone, Little Boy tries everything he can do to bring his dad back home. Um, Little Boy becomes friends with a local Japanese man named Hashimoto. And he meets many other people who help him get his dad back home. And it is a fantastic story and pretty unique too. So how um, how do you think they did on the story? Do you did you like it? I loved it. It wasn't that hard to follow at all, and there was a lot of flashback and flash forward scenes, and I think they did a good job on those too. Do you think this is a little bit intense for younger children? Yes, I. It's a PG-13 movie, but it has some, like, intense battle scenes, too. So, it's not for any children under 12 or 13 years old. Alrighty. And in one scene, um, an entire earthquake happened, I know. How was that done? And did you like how it was done? Yes. Um, he was trying to move a mountain to prove that he could try and stop the war to bring his dad back home. But um, then an earthquake happened, and everybody was surprised, and they believed that little boy was the one who caused the earthquake. Hmm. Very interesting. And how's the acting? The The acting and the cast is brilliant. Jacob Salvati is the star of the film, 
Pepper Flint Busby, who everybody calls Little Boy. Hmm. And did you learn any, like, historical facts since it is in a time during World War II, like, around there, and it was much different than now? Did you learn anything cool facts? Well, that World War II involved a lot of sacrifice and hard work to be able to fight every day for a long time. And how does the directing in this film? The direct the director Alejandro Montever did a great job and it's produced by award winning duo Mark Burnett and Roma Downey. Hmm. And what do you think of how they display this story in general? Do you think they could have done anything better? I loved Little Boy. I mean, I thought it was amazing the way it was. <laughs> and do you think there's any moral messages in the story? Um, I think that the main message is... You need to have faith if you want to get something done. Like, if you want to bring your dad back home, you have to pray and believe that he, that you are, that he will come back home and that you can do it. Huh. And do you think anybody out there can relate to Pepper? Yes, I'm sure a lot of families whose dads or moms are um, in the military can relate to how Pepper Flint Busby felt when his dad went to war. You're, you're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Jerry Ors, and today we will talk about uh, Paddington DVD release, Noble, Faith of Our Fathers, and The Sparrow's Nesting. And right now we're talking to Catherine about how some people could relate to the story from The Little Boy. So Catherine, my next question is, do you have a favorite scene in the film? Yes, actually, my favorite scene is when Little Boy attempts to use his t magical skills <laughs> to move a mountain in front of a lot of people, and when he tries to um, end the war using his magical skills. Hmm. And those magical skills, um, were they actually real or were they fake? And if... And either way, did they look realistic, or did it kind of look fake from the viewer's point of view? Well, Little Boy had enough faith to believe that he was actually moving mountains and ending the war. Because when he did try and end the war, the war ended. And he believed that he was the one who made the war end, or made the mountain move. But the magic was not real. And the little boy, does he look like a typical normal boy that would do typical things? Or, do, or is he a little bit different than everybody else? Yes, he does, except for he gets teased and gets the nickname Little Boy because he's shorter than everybody else. And I heard that there is also a little bit of bullying in this film. Can you talk a little bit, little bit about that? Yes, there is because he was teased because he was shorter than everybody else. And, um, it, like, in the very beginning scene, they were taking a class picture, 
and he was standing in the back with all the other boys, but he was too short, so he had to get put in the front, and ev- that's when everybody started hit- calling him Little Boy. Oh, that does sound pretty mean. And if you could describe this film in one word, what would it be? Action. And why is that? Because there was a lot of action and um, hope in the movie. Like, he kept imagining that he was in a ship or riding a horse or they were sheriffs a long time ago and they were running around and playing games with his dad until his dad went to war, which is when the actual action started. And what did you feel when you saw his dad going to the battlefield in World War II? Sad. I felt really bad for a little boy because he tried so many things to get his dad back home, and he loved him so much, but then he had to go to war. It is pretty sad. And do you think they displayed all emotions perfectly, or do you think it was a little bit bland at times? I think they did a wonderful job showing emotion in the movie because they thought that he didn't make it back from the war and they did a really good job showing that, um, showing their love for the dad and, um, sadness for him being gone. Hmm. And do you have a favorite character or is it Pepper? My favorite character is Hashimoto. And why is that? Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) Because he brought so much character to the movie. And without him, there wouldn't really be a storyline. And how many stars do you give this film and why? I give Little Boy five out of five stars. It is a fantastic movie. It has great actors They did a wonderful job with all the makeup and the acting, and the storyline is just amazing. That sounds fantastic. Was there any comedy at it, or was it completely dead serious? Kevin James brings some comedy to the film, uh, playing Dr. Fox, who is the town doctor. And the... um, It was funny. (laughs) And what age recommendations to would you give this film? Very quickly. I gave it from 12 to 17 or older because there are some intense battle scenes that children under 12 would likely find scary. Alrighty, well, thank you so much for talking to me about this wonderful new film. Little Boy is now in theaters nationwide. So, go see it! Definitely, go see it. Let's take a break. I'm Jerry Orr, and you're listening to Kids vs. Coming Attractions on Voice America Kids. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? 
It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Join us every week for the Paper Hope Street Team. None of our topics are off the table. This is a program that you can listen to and discuss with your family. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the Internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics you want to talk about, such as friendship and relationships, or some more controversial issues about sex, drugs, and underage drinking. Join the Paper Hope Hope Street Team, live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. Let's talk soon. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids. What does indie mean? It's short for independent. What does that mean? Whatever you want it to mean. When you are indie, you don't just go with the flow. You set the pace. Indie can mean a style of music, dress, or just a way of life. It's what sets you apart from the rest of the crowd. Everybody has a little bit of indie in them. It's beautiful. It's cool. It's you. Tune in to Indie on Voice America Kids. Live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. If you don't feel indie yet, make it a part of you. We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Brianna Hopiton, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. 
and today we have just finished speaking to Catherine about Little Boy, and we are talking about Paddington DVD, Faith of Our Fathers, and The Sparrow's Nesting. So right now we are speaking with Triana and Brooke about Paddington, and I just wanted to let you guys know that they are both new, and I just wanted to give them, you know, a warm welcome. So Brooke, what do you like most about being a Kids First film critic? What I love about being a Kids First film critic is that it gives me lots of confidence in public speaking. Yes, that's, that is one of the first things I learned. Um, it, and it's one of the main things, and I thank Miss Rainey for everything that she's done and helped me because, um, you know, confidence goes a long way. And when you have confidence, you can do pretty much everything. Yeah. Um, you started a lot earlier than I did. When I started, I was 11, and you are 9, correct? Yes. Okay, so, and you don't sound 9. You sound like you're much older than that, which I love about you. So, is this your first, is Paddington your first film, or do you have, or do you um, have a film earlier than this? And if this is your first film, then why do you like it so much? Actually, I did have a few films before this one, and I think this might be my favorite film, because it's so funny, and I think that the whole family would love this movie. <laughs> well, talking about Paddington, can you please tell us the plotline to this film? Paddington is about a bear named Paddington who sets off to fulfill his Uncle Pastuzo's dreams of going to London. Paddington, when I first um, kind of heard about the storyline and didn't actually see the film, um, well, before I actually saw the film, I thought of um, Winnie the Pooh. And I think that's just because they're both bears and... You know, they both like some sort of thing that you put on toast. But, um, you know, it, it stops with the comparisons there because Paddington visuals are just phenomenal because it looks like an actual bear. So speaking about visuals, Brooke, what did you think about the cinematography and the camera angles? I think that they put it in perfect places. The characters did a great job acting out their characters. They seemed like a real family. Yeah, which is what you kind of need in this type of film because this is a family film, so acting like a real family is kind of the whole point. So what's your favorite part about this film? Like, your favorite scene? My favorite scene is when Paddington accidentally clogged the toilet with the tub, then it started flooding, and he flew down the stairs in a bathtub. <laughs> that is very funny because, you know, he comes from this place where you don't have bathrooms and you don't have showers and all this technology. Yeah. And he comes to a place and he's and he's not even human. So even if he did, didn't come from a place, I think he would, you know, someone would have to tell him. But so his assumptions of how we use things are just totally off. And who's your favorite character? My favorite character is... It's going to have to be Mrs. Brown, played by Sally Hawkins. She's so kind and nice to Paddington. Yeah, she's one of the um, only people that originally loves him for who he is and has the um, audacity and kindness in her heart for other people and bears, apparently. So the bear... Paddington is very, um, he's very playful, he's very curious. Is there anything else that you can sense or see about his character? 
Well, actually, that's about it. He's very <laughs> funny, he's very cute, and he's very curious, like you said. Yep, he's kind of like a mix of Winnie the Pooh, because he's a bear, and yeah. Curious George, because he's curious. See, it's, you know, Curious George and Winnie the Pooh have a family. They have a family, and they're probably cousins. Oh my gosh, all these animals are related. <laughs> <laughs> so, how do you like the emotions? I think the emotions were great. Like, how Mr. Brown was kind of rude to Paddington. How Mrs. Brown was very nice to Paddington. And how Judy was, well, kind of embarrassed about Paddington. That's true. And it's like, if you look into any um, any family situation or any friend situation, everyone has their own view on things. So, you know, for someone to be upset and for someone to be kind and for someone to be embarrassed and for someone to be in awe and, you know, all these different emotions, that's normal because we're not all the same people. So yeah. you're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Brianna Hope Eton, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we are talking about Paddington DVD, Faith of Our Fathers, and the Sparrow's Nesting. So right now, let's continue speaking with Triana and Brooke about Paddington DVD. So Triana, this is your first time on the show. So what have you learned from, from, from when you started until now? I learned that it's a great experience because it helps you more of being an acting. But being an actor, also because you learn a lot, you learn a lot, and it also helps you through school because if you're doing a report about a book or something or a movie, you learn about you learn about how to put it together and what questions you should probably put in there. True. Um, along with uh, confidence that Ms. Rainey has, has you know shared with me, I've also learned how to. Um, do reviews on things, do blogs, um, look yeah. in, look at things kind of at a different perspective, which is great when you're looking at certain things because yeah. when you look at it from one perspective, it's like, well, I don't really, you know, you know. So I was 11 when I started, so we are the same age, and that is pretty awesome. So we have a connection right now. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> so what's your favorite thing about um, the films that you've watched? Is it, you know, seeing them early? Is it um, actually watching it, you know, with your family? Or is it reviewing it? What's your favorite part? My favorite part is that you get to watch all different Disney types of movies or kids' movies that's kids-friendly. Kid friendly, you get to watch them before they come out. That's true. I've I've always loved that, and it's like you know you kind of create hype for them because yeah, um, you see them early, and then you're like yeah, you tell all your friends yeah, I went to see this, and you get to see, and then you get to tell them all of it. it well, obviously not the end, but you get to tell them all about it, and then they're like oh, now I really want to watch it because you know you saw it early and it's great. So that is a perk that we have that you know it helps us. Um, it helps us see it, and it helps us um, helps us review it. So that's great. Speaking about films, we're talking about Paddington. So, what's your favorite scene in Paddington? My favorite scene in Paddington was when Paddington went upstairs in the bathroom, and while he was in the bathroom, he stuck the toothbrushes in his ears, and then after that, he licked his wax in his ears, and then he drank the mouthwash because of the taste of the wax. And to top it off, he drank the toilet water, he got his head stuck, an object fell in the toilet, and the pipes bust, and it was a whole mess in the bathroom. And when the father opened the door, all this water went all over the place in the house, and Paddington in the tub, and he 
went down the steps with the tub, bumping all into everything. <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, as I said before, that's kind of what you get when, you know, a bear from in Africa <laughs> comes, comes in a place where civilization that everyone knows and everyone is there and everyone's like, oh, well, I know how to use everything. And then there's this bear that knows nothing about anything. So it's kind of like, you know, this is what you get for leaving a bear in your um, bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> So, how many stars do you give this film out of five? I give this film five out of five stars. And why is that? Because it's a nice family movie. A nice family-oriented movie. It's very hilarious. And it's just a nice movie for kids to watch. Yeah, I mean, with the whole family thing, it's like, it's good to have a family on the screen that acts so much like a family so it's like the family that's watching it can relate to it because it's like oh the dad can relate to that you know trying to protect his family and the mom is like oh well you know we have to care and you know the kids (laughs) are the same I mean not exactly the same obviously because we're not all the same but it's kind of like a basis for what every family goes through of course not with the bear so (laughs) I mean what age range do you give this film is you know is it I mean you said it was a family film but is there actually any age range that you give this film or is it great for everyone if kids watch watch this movie by themselves i probably would give it about ages three to eight but if a whole family is watching it it's a nice movie for everyone because it's a nice movie to watch with your family it has a nice message and it's just a nice kids friendly movie <laughs> well speaking about messages what message did you, did you get out of this film the message of this film is that when you're kind to someone, you think you're making a benefit to their life, but it turns out that you're making a great benefit or a great blessing to your life. That is true. I mean, being kind to everyone is awesome, and we should do it. Well, Triana and Brooke, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about Paddington DVD. You're welcome. I look forward to talking to you, Triana. And Paddington DVD is obviously out on DVD as of last week. So please check it out, guys. Let's take a break. I'm your host, Brianna Hopiton from Kids First Coming Attractions. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. person and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet but are you doing enough we've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green mario jr is the host of alive and green the show is all about green tips staying environmentally friendly and having fun while doing something great for our mother earth you'll want to check out the show tuesdays at 2 p.m pacific time 5 p.m eastern time on the voice america kids channel if we all do our part now it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. 
Hey, welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm Jerry Orth, and you're listening to Voice America Kids Network. We just talked about the many movies, Avengers, Age of Ultron, Little Boy, Paddington DVD release, and Nobel. But right now, we are going to talk to Brianna about the new film, Faith of Our Fathers. So how are you doing, Brianna? I'm doing fabulous. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. So can you tell us the story of this wonderful film? Of course I will. So, Faith of Our Fathers is a um, Christian-based film, and me being Christian, you know, that, (laughs) it's a good film to watch. Um, It's basically about two fathers who are in the Vietnam War, and then, you know, they die, unfortunately, and then their sons, a quarter century later, or around that, um, they meet each other, and sort of some, un well, not unfortunate circumstances, but kind of awkward and unusual for circumstances. So, you know, they are kind of forced to go to the Vietnam Wall where, you know, all the soldiers had died. And it's basically this road trip of them going there. And a bunch of things are happening. And um, Wayne, who's played by David A.R. White, is being, you know, his usual self because he's very... Um, very demanding and very rough and, you know, he does that sort of thing. And then John, played by Kevin Doans, um, he's, he kind of submits to people. So it's very interesting to see them go back and forth. It does sound like a very interesting film. And do you think this is an adventure or do you think it's a dramatic story? Um, I think it's a little bit of both because there is some drama in there. I mean, with how they, um, how their fathers met and, um, how they knew each other and also his life. I mean, like both of their lives separated, like even without knowing each other, um, their lives are a little bit complicated. So it's that. And then also the adventure aspect of it because they are going on this road trip and, you know, road trips are always fun and amazing, but they also like test you. So. Hmm. And does this spark conversation at all? Because it is, um, a, this film is a, about a lot of different types of st- subjects, so did it at all spark conversation? Um, what do you mean by spark a conversation? Just like, hey, remember that film that we watched two hours ago? Oh, <laughs> got you. Um, I think that it's like, there's a lot of things that you can talk about with this film because you can talk about, you know, Christianity. You can also talk about uh, the Vietnam War. You can also talk about because they they get letters from their fathers and that's how they know who each other are. And so it's like letters because the it's ancient pastime that no one does anymore, but it's still here. It's not dead. <laughs> it's not dead yet. And um, it's also talking about, you know friendship and other things so all those different avenues once you start talking about it you can definitely go into this film it's like oh yeah i remember this film and it was like this happened and this happened so yes well that sounds fantastic and how's the acting in this film um the acting i i i have an opinion about and it's and i know that the message that they're coming through about fatherhood and you know being with other people and christianity i totally understand what they're trying to portray and their acting was their acting was believable in some scenes in um maybe two scenes a couple scenes um it wasn't as believable as other scenes but overall i mean the acting was pretty good and was the film boring at times, or did it keep you at the edge of your seat the entire time? Uh, since it wasn't a complete, um, since it wasn't a complete um, 
ad- action, well, not action, but adventure, and it wasn't complete drama. It was kind of a mix. So it wasn't like all the time I was like, oh my gosh, I wonder what's going to happen next, because some of the scenes were a little bit um, not as neat as it not no, not as neat as needed as other scenes. So um, a few of the scenes were not um, were not really needed. But you know, overall, it was a it was a good film. Well, this actually leads me to my next question: How's the directing? Uh, the directing, I think, is good. It's very. I mean, it. They did what they were supposed to do, and they um, they portrayed what they were supposed to portray. And the director is Carrie Scott. So. Um, you know, director is supposed to direct you in certain areas, and I think he did a very good job in that, you know, in, in his role. Um, you know, with all the different things he had to do, he has to portray something on screen, which I think he did. Awesome. And very quickly, how many stars do you give this film? I give this film four to five stars because of the reasons um, listed um, previously, and I recommend it for ages 12 to 18. All right. Well, thank you so much for talking to me about this new film. You're welcome. (laughs) And if you'd like to see this film, it is in theaters near you July 1st. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Jerry Ors. Today we will talk about this Sparrow's Nesting, and we did talk about Faith of Our Fathers, Paddington DVD release, Noble, Little Boy, and Avengers Age of Ultron. But right now we're going to talk to Kendall and Kayla about the Sparrow's Nesting. So how are you guys doing? Hi, we're doing great. How are you? I'm doing very good. So, Kayla, can you please tell us about the story? Okay, so this movie is about a lady named Anne who helps work out a soup at a soup kitchen, and she meets this other young lady named Maria. And they both have daughters that go to the same school. So Maria and Anne start talking and then they think that their daughters should meet and hang out and they actually actually they actually meet at school and so they're already friends and then later on something bad happens to Maria and her husband so Anne has to watch over and take over care of her daughter Bella and so Anne and her husband has to make a few decisions that they really need help with hmm and Kendall, what did you think about the acting? I thought the acting was great. They were all on point and they were very focused and they had you can they all connected very well together. And Kayla, do you agree? Yes, I totally agree. And Kendall, do you think the story is unique? Um, it's unique because it is a faith-based film, but also it it was kind of predictable, too. So it was unique in its own way, but also the storyline was kind of predictable. Hmm. And Kayla, what is your favorite scene and why? My favorite scene is when Bella is cooking for Anne, baking cookies with her. It shows that she really takes on traits from her mom, and she likes to bake and cook for other people like her mom. That does sound like a good scene. And what? Oh, never mind. Sorry. And Kendall, what is your favorite scene? My favorite scene is when 
Maria and Anne's daughters first meet at school and 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 they meet because Bella's shoelaces break and and um so Anne's daughter um lends her these sparkly shoelaces that she gets from her brother and she tells her to vote for her for head cheerleader and turns out that Bella is Anne's daughter's one vote that actually made her become head cheerleader. Hmm. Well, that is very inspiring. And Kendall, what do you think the main moral message of the story is? The message of this story is if you need help, don't be afraid to ask for help because Maria's husband, Hector, he lost his job and he didn't want Maria to work or, or help him find a job because he wanted to be the one who take, took care of his family and provided. But um, it was kind of hard for him to find that job and he kind of picked up a lot of bad habits. He just stopped um, and he started to drink a lot and Maria was trying to help him but he kept refusing. And so I think that's the message because you should never be afraid to get help from somebody no matter what it is because they can help you and help you get to where you need to be and help help you get your goal that you're trying to achieve. <laughs> That's the goal you're trying to achieve. I think that is a beautiful moral. And can you quickly tell us um, how many stars you would give this film? I would give this film four out of five shining stars. And how about you, Kayla? I give this movie four out of golden stars as well. All right. Well, thank you so much for talking to me about this wonderful film. You're welcome. No problem. If you would like to see it, it is in theaters now. Let. Thank you so much for joining us. This is Jerry Orris, and you have been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To hear more film reviews and learn how you can become a Kids First film critic, go to kidsfirst.org and check out our Kids First blog on Huffington Post. The show is produced for the Voice of America Kids Network by Kids Star Radio. We empower kids. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know what to see. And speaking of see, we'll see you again next week. My name is Lindsay Marie from Bookworm. Now from the Kids Star Album of the Month, here is the Wiz Pops and their song, Anglerfish.
Wisp Pops from the Kidstar Album of the Month. 